What up, what up? Welcome to Tuesdays with Nick and Cole. It is Tuesday, March 10th. We got that Laura Sports Team of the Week going into our wing review, talking about our coach's corner, doing Take Back Tuesday, what movie has Trent not seen, and questions from the fans. get right into it that team of the week is our women's basketball team they won the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament in the second round they upset number three in the country DePaul I mean they honestly they won it pretty handily they won by double digits uh now we're headed to I believe Michigan Holland Michigan uh Hope College Hope College uh for those next two rounds where we'll play uh UW Oshkosh and then if we win that it's the winner of Hope. Hope and I actually don't know the other school well We'll find out we'll when find we get out. there. But uh, we got to beat Oshkosh first, and then we'll move on to that next round. Um, also this weekend is the national tournament for indoor men's and women's track and field and men's wrestling. So a lot going on, a lot of that national tournament going on before some of our spring sports get dialed up. All right, that brings us to our wing review. And oh dare I say, <laughs> this was the most heated wing review we've ever had. It lasted, the argument lasted a while. The entire dinner and then some. Yep. Um, I will, as we go into this, I will back up Nuge a little bit. He took it a little <laughs> too far. <laughs> um, but I honestly thought that the wing taste good, quality good, um, the tenderness of the meat great well hold and on. the si- the only thing that was wrong was the size i thought the flavors were great let's back up a little bit we went to fat tuesdays yep right? yep that was the name of the place yep. um and again yeah so the the result was all over the place yeah and do we want to give initial scores and then talk about it uh sure we could do that we could do that so nick <laughs> well his final score was a 6.5. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. My true score. Uh, Cole, 8.5. Trent, 7.1. And Nuge, 9.3, with an average of 7.85. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, these wings come out. They are undersized to start. Yep. Which, again, doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, and they look pretty good. But I ate the wing and i was not the greatest fan i mean it was it was unique i will give it i'll give it the fact that it was unique but nothing stood out to me um it was uh, the only thing that did stand out was the breading and there was too much of it the breading to meat ratio was off in my book uh the taste was average at best the meat quality was average at best um and therefore in my head, that's like a definition of a six, middle six wing. And then when I heard Nuge <laughs> give out his 9.3, I was personally offended <laughs> by that score. So, so then he gave you fake 4.5. 4. Yeah. So then I changed my score to a 4.7. Well, no, the 4.7 was your, your original, original score. Out, one you said out loud. <laughs> okay, yeah. yes. I gave it a 4.7 only to counteract the ridiculous <laughs> 9.3 so the average wouldn't get skewed for... For the listeners out there, yeah. I'm trying to give them, you know, content to actually be able to follow 
what what these wings actually are. And if they go to if they go to Fat Tuesdays and they think these wings are going to be hard, good I, I so I'm going to dive into this because okay. obviously, in lot you say we're getting heated like we were at dinner. <laughs> um, if you're not into breading, I could see yes, possibly, but. I don't know, Nick, what he was tasting when it came to the flavor because those <laughs> two flavors that we had were easily in the top three flavors that we've had of any of the wings. I'd say top five, in my opinion, yeah. But they were good, taste-wise. The sweet chili was a little spicy um, for a, your standard sweet chili, and then your the Jack Daniels barbecue was probably the best barbecue wing that we've had. Yeah, like super honey-ish. Yeah, kind of, you know? but yeah, because, I mean, it was like the sweet, but it was mm-hmm. by far the best barbecue we've had. This is by far the one the wing review that really showed our true colors <laughs> and how you could I mean we could tell that Nick and I are not breading people because we obviously rated it lower Nick really rated it lower and Nuge and you loved the breading and overall it wasn't a bad wing I gave it a 7-1 I would get it again I would pay for him again the breading was a lot and I and felt they were, that they were small yeah. so in that fact, there wasn't a ton of meat, though the meat came right off the bone, which isn't that big in my opinion. But I think that if there was a little less breading and more meat, it would have been a really good wing. The fla- I loved the flavor. It was really good. But there was it's just the breading style, which is similar to the pub, is <laughs> not my style of wing. Correct. And neither is mine. Yeah. And I but, agree, but again, I don't know how it was 6.5. I think it should have cracked the 7s. Look, At we're least, we're but, we're hey. not having this heated of an <laughs> argument if Nuge doesn't throw out a nine three. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Had he thrown it even in the eights, I'm like, okay, you know what? Fine, you have your opinion. But the, he threw out that it was the best wing he's ever had in Dubuque. Yep. He said that statement, and therefore I felt it was my job as a reviewer <laughs> to then cancel out. He that literally ridiculous said word for word. Technically, Hilltop is... isn't in Dubuque, so I mean, yeah, I guess that I could guess. be his opinion. Yeah. And you know what? If he's listening to this, he's probably getting heated that he <laughs> yeah. can't defend himself. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll give him this. He said it was by far the best wing he's ever had. And word for word, this is exactly my style of wing. And you know what the worst part is? He said he would have given it a 10 if it would have been for size. I, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, which honestly, then, you know if, what? Then, then Nick got heated. I got even but more But I don't understand why, <laughs> but like for the breading, if it would have been a bigger size, I would have cracked nine. I just can't respect a 10 out of 10 score, and we've had this argument over and over again, but if you just say something is a 10 out of 10, then I automatically discredit your score as a reviewer. Speaking of which, we failed my grandma. What? I didn't get you guys a slice of the butterscotch pie. It's in my fridge. No. There's there's, there's There's plenty. There's plenty. I want to try some. So, Grandma, I know you're listening. That'll be next week. We'll get that review for you. (laughs) Um, But I think the biggest thing for me, too, again, is... These were pretty good wings, okay? It's still rated lower than the pub. And in my opinion, these were better versions of pub wings. Right. I will, but you also got to understand the hype man that comes with <laughs> pub wings. <laughs> Mr. TJ Miller, great hype man. How are you, you going to sit there? It's like, you know what? Like your grandma, she makes you pie. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to sit there and tell her it's, it's, it's damn bad. Yeah. I mean, even though it's not, it's very good. But... Like, just having that hype man of being there to make sure pressure, that's why the pub is where it was. I'm just trying to get to the listeners that the pub is not that good of things. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the next. Well, well overall, here, I'll give the – so the uh, average score was a 7.85. And 
it rated just outside the top five at six, right behind the pub. Damn. See, this when pleases me. That's exactly where it's, it's a pretty much where it belongs. I no, I Maybe think it's a great a spot. Maybe a little inflated, in my opinion. But I think that's okay. it's a I'll good spot. That. It it's definitely top ten. I don't know if it breaks in the top five overall for me, but I think it's right around there. Um, you know, the funniest part of this whole thing was that we're having this exact same argument at the table and we're only like 50% of the table. There is like <laughs> four or five other people, uh, I think, uh, oh, yeah. or oh, two yeah. or three other people that had weren't doing the review yeah. and were just really sick of us talking it actually, about it. Like, Jeremy was it just like, heated. oh my gosh, it, it did. <laughs> yeah. So all right. all right, we'll move on. <laughs> all right, so that brings us to our coach's corner. I'll start us out this week. Uh, this is a real simple drill. Um, you w- Actually, what reminded me of the importance of this drill was I actually took Cole and Trent and <laughs> Trent's two roommate, days a week. one of our other friends, J-O-B, to the pool on Saturday, and we did some swimming. And I was watching J-O-B <laughs> do some swimming, and... There was a lot of things he could fix, but I'll I'll give it to him. He he wasn't terrible, um, but one thing specifically was his head was just going all over the place. Uh, he had goggles on, and I think most of the time his eyes were out of the water. Um, but <laughs> that was me too. Yeah, that that was you. That was yeah. both of you. So really, when you're swimming freestyle, you're gonna make your life so much easier when your head is flat against the surface of the water, so that you're looking straight down at the bottom of the pool. Um, so what something you can do to fix that, you want to put a softball under your chin. And the reason you don't want a softball or you don't want a tennis ball is because the softball is going to actually put you in a better alignment. Um, and probably you're not going to be able to breathe very well um, during this. So you might have to take a couple of strokes uh, without a breath just to practice the right positioning. Um, and then take a breath, put it back in, and repeat that, or you can throw a snorkel on. But at least it gives you the feel for the proper head position. Um, so that would be my drill of the week. Just find a softball and get some strokes with that so you can feel what the proper head position is so your head's not all over the place. It's just going to make you swim a lot more efficient, and um, basically you're going to be less tired. Nice. Um, probably something I didn't. So when you're swimming, you say you look down, not forward. Yeah, you want to look down, completely down. Like you should not be looking at the wall at whatsoever. See, huh. I've, never taken, I've never taken swim lessons, but I struggled to breathe right. when I tried because I did. I noticed myself. I was lifting my head up, and I tried to look down, but then I couldn't breathe. So I was like, Ah, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> so you breathe to the side. I know. That's well, I tried, matter. but then I got some water in my mouth, and I was like, Ah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get there. We'll keep working on Saturdays. Okay. I'll bring a I'll bring a softball if I can find one. Okay. I'm sure, Ashley's got some. Yeah. <laughs> Might be able to borrow one. <laughs> All right. Mine is gonna be focusing back on that putting. So making sure we get into the proper position. And honestly, the easiest thing, one of the biggest mistakes that people have, um, is your like alignment, your ball positioning on where you have. Do you have your eyes over the ball? You'd be surprised on how much this alters how well of a putter you are. Um, so there's a thing out there called um, an eyeline mirror um, that has not only does it have lines on the mirror that help you take it straight back, straight through, but it helps you actually visualize and see your eyes over the ball. So um, pretty simple one. Um, you can even do it. You don't even need to get like an eyeline mirror. Um, but just to make sure that you have your eyes over the ball, you can take a golf ball, place it in between your two eyes, get into how you would address to a putt, drop it. And if it does not hit the golf ball, your head is in the wrong position. Whoa. So for me on Sunday, 
what was my problem with putting? Well, I could not I, make a putt. Well, those, I mean, first off, I was just blasting through the break a well, lot of the time. Well, the but. thing is with those greens, like they haven't been able to mow them literally probably since, like, October. October. Right. Like I'm not sure right. that they were even able to mow them because they were either frozen. Or they were soggy, and all they would do is just tear them up so we wouldn't even be able to play. Right. So, right. I mean, they were rolling at a nine, so I wouldn't even have worried about the putting. Okay. Because I could not hit a putt. And I was like, <laughs> what am I They were doing? so, like, they were, they haven't been rolled either, so they're not rolling true. Yeah, okay. So, like, they were bouncing back and forth like a like you're playing Flanco. Well, that makes me feel a little better now. But <laughs> either way, I feel like after that round, I was like, I need to go putt. Sunday, though, was just a great taste of summer. Just a little taste. It was. Oh, it was. It was so it nice. It was a tease. Yeah. I hope that was the break, and I hope we don't get back underneath freezing. Ugh, um, yeah, but I'm I'm sure some of the nights will. But man, I just hope that we can get the entire team out practicing. Yeah, um, getting ready for the spring semester. Well, I will say this, and we're just gonna go on a quick tangent here, real quick, for weather. Uh, it snowed in October, so if if it's just shifted forward, I'm fine <laughs> with that. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, then my season would be month. done, so yeah. I'd be good. If that were to actually happen, we'd be fine. <laughs> That's what I'm going to count on. Boom. All right, knock on wood. All right. Um, all right, so that brings us to Take Back Tuesday this week. Um, who do we got for the Loris Hall of Fame? This week, we're going to go with a golfer. We got Pete Weber. So I've actually gotten to meet uh, Pete, and he's uh, he worked for Trackman Golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's on uh, from that, still in the golf world. But in his time, he was actually... He, car- he carded eight top ten finishes in ten tournaments. He was the Golfstat Cup lowest scoring average in Division Three at 73.12. Wow. He advanced the NCAA Division Three tournament, placing fourth, and earned the Jack Nicholas Award for NCAA Division Three Player of the Year. Wow. He's a three-time all-conference selection and a two-time ping All-American. Dang, Jeez. so what year was this? This is in 2005 is when you graduated. Wow, okay. Um, so is he still play? Do you, um, no, not not really. Not, okay. Not nearly as much. Um, but, yeah, no, he was uh, a quality guy. Um, Denise was actually his coach. Really? Wow. Yeah, so. so well, was, that that right. would have been the last year Denise coached, right? 2005, yep. I think. Yep. Is he considered the best golfer <laughs> Loris has ever had? Yeah. Um, I believe so. I mean, you can't get much better than that, I feel like. Yeah, that is like Player of the year, that's nuts. Player of the year, um, a top five finish in the national tournament. I mean, he was a pretty impressive stuff. Um, 73.12. Um, Jake Grabner's actually on pace to beat that right now. Uh, he averaged 72.9 this fall. So if go. Jake has a good spring, we'll see. Let's but go. Uh, we'll see. So uh, hold on. Let me, let me ask you a question then. Does that's also the last time we won conference too. Is that a testament to D3 golf then? Has it just gotten that much better in recent years that he's averaging better, but he's not in like the same, he's not winning the same accolades? Right. So uh, it's great that he was able to have that 73.12. Um, probably it, that's how much better Division Three sports is. Yeah, that's, so, that's what I was um, asking. Yeah. That's right crazy. now, the number one kid in Division Three is averaging a 69.9. Number two is averaging a 70.1. So it's just crazy. And it's, I think a lot of it is more now exposure. We're having different like golf stats taking such a big world from 2005 to now 2020 Mm -hmm. on like having weighted scores and stuff like that, depending on what tournament you played in, what the field was like, what the weather was like. 
there's there's a lot of different factors that go into it. Actually, you know what's interesting? So I'll relate this back to golf in a second, but in swimming, swimming has gotten a lot better in just recent years. And I a lot of people think it's the Michael Phelps effect. Like those that are in college now and were just in college kind of grew up watching Michael Phelps. I think Tiger Woods might be the same thing because in 2005, Tiger Woods was still super dominant. And so like those kids that were kids in 2005, like our age and, and younger, a little bit younger, are now in college and they inspired people to play golf that maybe normally wouldn't. Oh, yeah. That and I think also just the uh, more, so like kind of having that exposure of to maybe more people playing. Yeah. But I think that now it's not, I'm going D1 or bust. Like yeah. I think that there's uh, yeah, actually yeah. like people are starting to respect the athletics at the Division three level. Um, and as much as it pains me to say this, um, Illinois Wesleyan um, is playing in a round today. Uh, they're playing at a Division One school. Yesterday, they played two rounds. After those two rounds, they are in the top. Actually, they're in second place. So, they're playing in Division One. And granted, none of not some of the schools. I think the best school that's at the Division One tournament they're at is in the, not in the top 100. But that does show that they're competing against Division One schools, and they're beating them. So, right. like as much as it pains me being my old rival school. <laughs> um, it does bring light to the how good Division Three is. Right, right. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, so for stats for 2005. Right. So the first one, this and this one actually just makes me laugh. So population in 2005, 6.5 billion. But every, I swear, every time that, we, that I Google this information, it gives me like an extra side step, like side stat that like is different every time. So now the net change is 80 million. Doesn't give me oh, a percentage. 2004 to so 2005. From 2004 to 2005, there was 80 million. Well, 80.7 million increase. Yeah. From the previous year. Yeah. And then it was what six after that what? Well, so the first so like from 2002 to 2005, it was about an average of like 79. Right, but so oh, okay. we what was the total population? 6.5 billion. Nice. Well, I mean, we're still what we're at now. We're at like we're almost at eight. Yeah. 7.9 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, gas prices, not crazy different, um, was two point uh, or two thirty, two dollars and thirty. Hey, that was cheaper today. It was. It was two twenty eight. Okay, yeah. so High that's kind of stabilized. Okay, yeah, that's kind of incredible, honestly. Though, like fifteen years or no, so yeah, fifteen years, yeah, 15 and years. it's leveled out. Yeah. I mean, there's been points it's like been over five. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but that's crazy. Um, so uh, two top inventions was. Uh, the big iPod with like the two and a half inch screen, like the not the jumbo <laughs> oh, yeah. one, but like the bigger one. Yeah. And then uh, the Xbox 360 was released in uh, November of 2000. Nice shout out, we got one of those. Big still fan. Rolling around <laughs> at the golf room. <laughs> and then uh, to finish it all off, in 2005, the top charted song was "We Belong Together" by Mariah Carey. That is a good song. Great song. 
All right. So now that brings us to what movie has Trent not seen this week? Uh, what do we got? E.T. Yeah, I've seen E.T. Dang. Nah, I was going to say. Isn't there like multiple versions of that, though? No, not really. It's really? There's not like... a cartoon version? Uh, I don't think so. No, not that I know. Okay. Maybe not. I mean, I have seen E.T., though. Yeah. Dang. E.T. is classic. That it is, is a classic. Movie. I'm going to hit you with another classic. Shawshank Redemption. I've seen parts of it. I haven't <laughs> seen the whole thing. <laughs> All right. It doesn't count. I know. Well, you lose. <laughs> and you said you got one but for But I us. got one for you guys. So Luke Pederosi came into my office today and asked if I've seen... Well, no, he didn't even ask if I've seen it. We were singing a song, and he was like, oh, what? Mo- like, can you name the movie that that's in? And I couldn't think of it. I said Space Jam, but it wasn't Space Jam. I forgot what the song was. But it's uh, The Nutty Professor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen The Nutty Professor oh, with man. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, and like, he like changes. Luke, he so he's like a big guy, and then he like shrinks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I've never seen it, but Luke like freaked out. He's like, "How have you never seen this movie?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna ask Nick and Cole to see if they." <laughs> oh seen yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's a good film. <laughs> but those are good. So I'm one for two. Well, technically one for three with Luke's. Yep. Yeah. Man. What did you do as a child? Did you watch movies at all? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I played Clearly outside. That's all right. We're uh, we're starting to get you into it. Yeah, we've been watching more yeah, movies. Yeah, but. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was I played video games as a kid. See, that's where that's, so I that was really. your time of mine being outside. It was like when I was going down, it'd be like, ah, Sandlot or another movie. And then honestly, mine were <coughs> the big like uh road trips. So like okay, I watched yeah. a lot of movies like in a car. Yeah, that's fair. Oh yeah. <clears throat> My problem is though, once I see a really good movie and I like it a lot, I just want to watch it again. Like, the amount of times I've seen duplicated movies, I feel like I've probably seen the amount, the quantity of movies you guys have seen. I've just seen the same movies over and over. <laughs> that and over. is crazy to me. I like, the amount that. of movies, or the amount of times I've seen, like, I'm just trying to think of, like, my top movies I've seen, like, Dodgeball, like, <laughs> National Treasure. Dang it. I know the movie. I've seen that movie, I bet you, over 25 times. This is another. Eat both of them. I'm going to throw another movie at you real quick. Okay. Have you seen Great Iron Game with The Rock? That's a football one? Yeah. And it's Juvie? Uh, that's not... No, I'm thinking of The Longest Yard. That's not <laughs> That's not it. No. Great, dude. That's on Netflix. A, yeah, I and there's almost a, just... Yeah, there's a I movie that. that has made me tear up. It's Gridiron Game. Really? Yeah. I've seen that. I just can't remember exactly what happens in it. So it's well, Dwayne... Well, don't spoil the, it. Okay. Because I'm going to watch All it. Right, we'll it's watch on Netflix. It. All right. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I had a sep- my seventh grade science teacher... Um, claimed that he's never seen and never will see a movie more than once. Why? In his that's life. Terrible. That's, that's yeah, his that's principle. Terrible. That's <laughs> terrible. And I, I that was my that. same response. I just harassed him for like <laughs> yeah, 30 that, minutes. We're, we're leaving this topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you're listening, um, man, I don't remember. Here's the, here's the weird thing. I don't remember his last name. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember his first name. But In seventh grade? Yeah. There's You called your teachers by your first name? Only the ones I was close with. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, ah, man, his first name was Matt, but I don't remember. So if you're listening, yeah, <laughs> Matt, let me remind me of your last <laughs> Matt name from Michigan. <laughs> All right. Uh, questions from the fans. Now. All right. We got some good ones this week. I think, uh, first one, <laughs> this is kind of crazy to think about. Do you ever think, or do you think you've ever seen the same wild animal more than once? That's kind of a trivia question. Like the actual, the specific, not like the breed. Yeah, the specific. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. like the specific The breed animal. wouldn't really matter. Oh, yeah, for sure. Living at a golf course, 
Oh yeah, that's a good okay. point. Okay, that's so yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, I mean, I think just odds wise, I had to have. Like, I think it, probably like around like your house like or something, or... like a deer around your house or birds. If you have like a bird feeder, I'm thinking of like driving. Like if I drive home to like my hometown, Sleepy Hollow, like. Right. Do you think if I ever passed in the middle of Illinois, like the random deer <laughs> twice? That's what <laughs> I'm trying to think about. But right. I will put something that's kind of um, a spin on this. That's I got, we can actually tell you. Basically, um, fun fact: my grandpa actually tagged. He had some. I'm trying to think. I think it was possum, and he tagged it because he, he kept having a possum problem. So he tagged it. He sprayed the tails he drove them like 20 miles and they came back with the same like tag on their tails so um with that being the case and i'm surprised that like he took it out to a a national like park and somehow they (laughs) they made their way back but um so yeah i definitely think that we see the same wild animal i have a follow-up question for you real quick do you think you've ever swam in a lake or a pond or an ocean any sort of body of water and have had a shark or alligator swim around you or within like a 30 feet of you without you knowing. Yes, I know for a fact. Really? So uh, <laughs> junior year, I was down in Gulf Shores for spring break. Um, we were swimming in the ocean Tuesday. Yeah. And then, which I'm not a big ocean guy, so I was surprised <laughs> I was swimming in the ocean. Yeah. Um, and then Wednesday, it came out that there was two like 10-foot great white sharks that were spotted in literally Gulf Shores, Alabama. <laughs> oh. Yes, that's crazy. Like within like my like a mile of where that's we were. So swimming. creepy, isn't that nuts? And, and I was and never going the ocean. No, again. <laughs> literally, we we saw that news Wednesday, and I was like, "Well, I'm done with the ocean." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, think about how creepy, how much more creepy it would be though if you were swimming around in a lake, yeah. and a gator was down there, uh, and you had no idea. Dude, I hate large bodies. I think of water. that what the thing is about some of the lakes that like we na- like just swim in all the time. Think about going in like the Mississippi. How, what type of creatures are at the oh, bottom yeah. of the oh, Mississippi? Yeah. That's really that creepy you have to no think idea. About. You know like what I mean? River yeah. monsters like, isn't that? Have you seen some of the catfish that they bring up? Oh yeah. Whoo. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm not gonna <laughs> swim in any large bodies of water unless it's a pool. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll probably go swimming in lakes still, but we'll be all right. It's gonna be tough for me. All right, this is a, another funny one. This one was submitted by Ben Fogarty at Thy Ben Fog on Twitter. <laughs> Are toaster strudels just dessert versions of hot pockets? All right. I, uh, so mm. we saw this question ahead of time. Yeah. And we argued about it a little bit. And Britt, shout out if you're listening, she actually had the best counter argument to the fact, or she had the best argument saying that they weren't the same thing. And her argument was that uh, you microwave one and you toast the other. Yeah. So totally different things. That's right. fair. Riddle me That's this. That's a good idea. Have you ever toasted a Hot Pocket? No. N- could you it- imagine how good it could be if you did toast it? Would it work? Like, would the inside not have spill to, out? I wonder if it, you'd probably have to thaw it first or something. Yeah. Or like put it but in could a microwave you imagine like halfway. The crunch that then, you could get yeah. in, a t- in a Hot Pocket. That would actually be could, really good. If Even both. if you just put it in the... Not like a toaster toaster, but one of those pizza like a toasters. toaster oven or something like yeah, that. Yeah, holy crap. You might be on to something. <laughs> but uh, I, the reason I am saying it, they're different and they're not. it's not the dessert version is because there's breakfast versions of toaster strudels. And they're not Hot Pockets? No, they're they're toaster strudel branded and they're Wait, like you're, you're, you're saying eggs, ham, and bacon. Of a toaster strudel over a Hot Pocket? 
You're confusing no, me. No, of a toaster strudel. There's a there's a bacon and ham toaster strudel. Yeah, they're incredible. No if you've never way. had them, I've you need to try them. That's like all I had as a kid. No way. <laughs> yeah. Also, right also <laughs> Trent, you had a good argument on when we were talking about this earlier. I don't know if you remember, but uh, a McDonald's apple pie. Oh, yeah. The, that's those that's are, a dessert version of a hot, of a hot pocket. pocket. Yeah. So no doubt. I think we're in agreement that they're different. They're See, not. look at this. Toaster strudels. Oh, they're called toaster scramblers, I guess you would call okay, it. Okay, that looks absolutely disgusting. No, they are so good. 10 out of 10 would recommend. If <laughs> okay. you've ever had one, please like give me a shout out or something on Twitter. Like they're incredible. They just have like they have bacon, sausage, they could have ham. The ham ones are my favorite. <laughs> All right. But those well, are Well, I are think yeah, best. I think we agree on the question. So there you go. So Ben, no. Uh, they're not the same. <laughs> all right, this one is pretty deep. Would you prefer to lose all the memories you have now or never be able to make new memories? That is that is never be able to make new memories. That might be one of the hardest questions I've ever been asked. Like, I don't know what I would choose. I've had a very pretty impactful 25 years. <laughs> yeah, Shout happy out birthday. birthday. Yeah. Um and I think, I mean, I think that I've met a majority. I don't think I'm going to meet that many more people. I'll put it that way. Yeah, but think about how so much like, you have ahead of you. Kids. Right. I mean, kids, like I understand I'm just starting my coaching career and some of those memories. But I lit, ooh, you just brought out the kids part. That might be. <laughs> kids. If I, grandkids. Right. Well, no, house. But, well, you you just, but what's oh, the man. point if you can't remember anything and you, that when you were a child? I feel like I would way rather live in the moment. And remember my past than not remember my future. If that makes any sense. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, you know I what I mean. Like you, you can't, can't learn, but from I'm not going to remember my yeah. children. That's what I'm saying. No, well, I'm not going to remember my children. Well, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, what, like, and I know it's tough no, for you to sit here right gonna, now. You're going to remember your children. You're not going to remember your children's first steps, or your like. You're not going to remember your children. You can't form new memories, so every day is a blank slate. Yeah, right. So you will not remember your children, and therefore you're gonna I'm starting from. Them, I, I would rather start from blank now. I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather it, start from blank. I if I had to choose, I, I obviously like. But you then wouldn't want all either, my but. my profession would be gone. I wouldn't know anything about my sport. I think you guys are taking this too literal. No, no, no. This <laughs> no, is no, not the question. That's the question to ask. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. You'd be like, wait, why does this come so natural to me? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, also they say that muscle memory is different than your than your actual memory. So here's a crazy study for you. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I took a, a science class in college called sensory motor control, and we watched this video um, where there was a doctor who had a patient who only had a 24 hour memory, and she would come in and she would give him this test every day, and he had to draw, he had to trace a drawing from a mirror with like his opposite hand. And obviously, like every day that she went in with him, he thought it was the first time he did this test. But each time he did it, he actually got it better. He got better each time at it and till the point where like he thought he did it perfect the first try, like on like the seventh or eighth try or whatever it is. So like his body got better at it without him knowing. Isn't that crazy? It's wild. So it goes to show you the importance of like repetition when it comes to performance. Still, though, dude, get rid of your memories. Your childhood memories are the best. Yes. Yeah, but you won't you be able to remember. And I understand. And I, I don't necessarily know this either. But 
dude, I can only imagine like, like the relationship that you have with your child. But like that, I, you would not be able to remember. No, see, you're. I don't, in my opinion, you're not going to forget your kids. You're just going to forget no, you any are. memories. That you is had the with question. Them. That is the question. Would no, I you think rather... it's the memories you had with them. You're not going to like. So when your kids are thirty and you're sixty or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. Exactly. You still don't want to forget you're your gonna memory know, with you're your gonna, kids. I know, but oh, you're but gonna you're gonna know be like, you know what? At 25, are. I remember every single thing that happened. Yeah, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd rather have my memories with my non-existent kids uh, <laughs> than myself as a kid. I think that's what it comes down to. I, I think guess. I'd rather. I'd probably, re- but I guess I don't really know. That I is mean, tough, though. That's a really tough question. Really only tough reason why I say that is because I Alzheimer's. I hate that disease. So, like, if I had any of that later on in life that I couldn't remember, like, my children's stuff. Yeah, that's true. I'd just give you a taste of that that I wouldn't want to have. Yeah, that's fair. Yep. All right. Two more. This one was submitted by OBNUG1. Why are Nick's wing reviews so bad? (laughs) (laughs) I wonder who that is. Just kidding. Um, but he actually did have a question. What's the difference between a piano, tuna, and a bucket of glue? <laughs> you can tune a piano, but you can't piano a tuna? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you said that really weird. You could tune a piano, piano. but you can't piano, piano a tuna. tuna. I guess that's my answer, What about too, the bucket of glue? I knew you'd get stuck on the bucket of glue. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. When <laughs> Thanks you say that answer, that I think you got to emphasize the word stuck. Like, I know you get stuck. If he hadn't that. told me that, then I probably wouldn't have known that, but that's a good joke. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that should have been the dad joke. Um. All right. Well, yeah, that's, that's not really a dad joke, though, but yeah, I guess. All right. Well, last question we could talk about a little bit. Um, thoughts on the coronavirus and its effects with, with professional sports. So LeBron James... <laughs> was quoted, I play for fans. That's what it's all about. If I show show up to an arena and there ain't no fans there, I ain't playing. So I, if, I'm, if, I'm, I'm, I'm not even sure we want to get started on this topic. He doesn't play for the fans. I think that's a bluff. At this point in his career, he, the regular season <laughs> is for the fans. I think you're taking it too literal with the LeBron James quote. No, I'm I understand saying, that. But what I'm saying about the coron- coronavirus, we don't, I don't necessarily want to get into this topic because I think that we're blowing it out of proportion. I understand <clears throat> that it is a, a deathly virus that could um, potentially harm the older people versus and some of the sick. Um, I understand. I don't know why we're... There's, I'll just put it this way. There's a bunch of other diseases out there that we haven't freaked out about that if you want to go politically into this, um, that the lower poverty um, countries deal with on a daily basis. And they, like, obviously no resources go to them to help them through different viruses and whatnot. Um, yes, I understand that it is taking lives and it is a virus that can get passed from person to person. I just think that it's all just getting kind of blown out of proportion. Yeah, I mean, so the the question is what? Basically, what are your thoughts on sports teams or leagues playing games without any fans there? Well, if it's if it's just as simple as that, I don't really care. I mean, these leagues are just for pure entertainment anyway. It's like they literally, when you break it down, 
don't mean anything. So we're talking but, about the professional. So leagues. yeah, so professional. So you're so saying you'll see a lot you of this would in Japan. Just cancel the games, then play them without fans in there. No, what, what I'm th- what I'm saying is I could I could care less. <laughs> <laughs> like that, go either have a game of fans or without fans. I don't care because ultimately it's for everybody's entertainment. These people are getting paid millions of dollars. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't really matter for for NCAA. I'd say play without fans because the games the results matter like moving forward you the can't, results you can't matter and to... those kids stats matter yeah i mean those yeah. kids their lives could impact especially at this point in the tournament in their conference tournaments if you're going to start postponing games where some of these right, players exactly. are on the border of being able to go get a, a contract in the league and you're taking that away from them no way mm-hmm. i mean especially you'll see it in some of the, like the lower like in the minor league minor leagues of baseball you're seeing it in Japan. Some of the Japan, they're playing the games without fans. They've yeah. literally, they're, pl- they're in Japan. They're still playing the games. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, Italy having the fans. Too, they told their fans not to even come. Yeah. Um, so you just have to understand that. What are you playing the game for mm-hmm. when it comes to sports? So I mean, as long as nobody on the teams have have tested positive for the coronavirus, then I mean, you play the game and mm-hmm. you move on. I mean, to be honest, how many like at some of the lower levels? I mean. We at Division Three, you don't necessarily have a packed house all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you're doing it for the love of the sport. You're playing mm-hmm. the game for competitive. Um, so that's why I think you play the game. Yep. Because I know I don't know the full story, but I know Amherst for men's or women's basketball, they're not allowing fans to come to NCAA regional events. And, like, the, I know the other three schools were, like, I don't know if they were, like, boycotting or what, but they were basically complaining that their fans weren't allowed to go to the games. Which again, that's again, just I'm not mind, getting, I'm not getting into this because here's what my mom this just, is just My mom just texted me that big news. Amherst College is closing down. Remote learning will begin after yeah. spring break. Kids must be out by Monday. They've been told to pack up as if they're going home for the summer. Yeah. And what? Princeton, too, I saw. Where's Amherst? Uh, northeast. I think New Do York, Do they maybe? have, like, no- known cases over there going on or what? I don't know. A lot of schools in Chicago are closing, too. That but, is like, Princeton, so too, crazy. like they're not allowed to have any organized meetings or, like, clubs or anything. Wow. And I've heard. So what are those athletes supposed to do? So you're telling know. me because they've got a couple nationally ranked wrestlers. So you're telling me that they're not going to be able to go wrestle in the in the Division One national tournament. They're not allowed to practice this week. Yeah. Well, know. no, no, no. So I mean, there's a chance that that sports probably are still able to like participate and practice maybe outside of campus or something. But I, it's that would probably be my just, guess. They're trying to avoid probably large quantities of people. Yeah. Or students being together in a dorm. You know what I mean? That's crazy. That is crazy though. Is I, it because they don't want them to be hosts? I'm not saying or it's because, right or wrong. I'm right, just... but what I'm also saying is that if you look at the actual details of this, the reason why I'm confused on that matter is because that age group of individuals isn't even they're not they're getting sick from the virus, but they are overcoming the virus and they they can live day to day lives with the virus. It's just that they're hosts that that they way they come in contact with somebody that is sick or that is somebody that is elder and they can't fight it off are the ones that are dying. So, I don't know. I don't know. No idea, but that that is crazy. FBI is probably listening into this. In fact, <laughs> I'm coming to get that guy. <laughs> uh, but that's all the questions that we had. Thanks for uh, the submissions. Uh, and if you always have any questions, uh, don't forget shoot us a DM at Loris Podcast on Twitter. Um, 
up next, before we get to Dad Joke of the Week, Dewhawk Day. Dewhawk Day is, well, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, it's tomorrow, March 11th. Um, but uh, we got a full scheduled uh, crazy day on campus. Um, I know off campus, um, there's events all over the country. We have like Denver, uh, Minnesota, um, a ton in Illinois. Um, so if uh, you're an alum of the uh, of Loris, uh, check out uh, the Loris College alumni pages on Facebook. Um, you could find the closest alumni event uh, for you. Um, but if you are on campus, uh, we're starting the day off at Einstein's at 730. Uh, students can stop by, get some snacks uh, before class in Kane Hall from 730 to 10. Then the big yell like L event, which you guys, I recommend you guys going, is at 11 a.m. That is a <laughs> talent show is a loose word <laughs> because some talents, like some groups are very funny with it and they're like basically a comedy skit. So, like, so like if we were to put together a group to go do something, well, yeah, like but the boy band students only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is, it is funny and there are some really good talents. Um, Where is that at? Uh, the ballrooms, the yeah. ACC ballroom starting at 11. It's going to be packed too, like, by the way. So get there early. Uh, that, oh, that's Wednesday. Yeah, I can yeah. go to that. Wednesday yeah. at 11. Um, then after that, if you're, or if you can't go to that, um, uh, the Noonan School of Business is having a chili cook-off um, from 11 to 1 upstairs, uh, third floor Kane Hall. Um, then there's Legends of the Hidden Temple, which is more of, I think it's more of like a trivia contest in the, Academic should be Resource good at. Center. We're going to that. Uh, it's in the Learning <laughs> Commons of he- uh, which is uh, the basement of uh, the ARC. Then, at night, if you're on campus, uh, the men's volleyball team um, is playing North Central. Um, in the country, so after that, there's going to be a pub celebration with uh, free food. Um, so that would be fun to go to. Um, and then, if you're off campus but still in Dubuque, um, we're heading down to Dimensional, I think, at six um, all night. And then there's guest bartenders. Um, some celebrities on campus, I guess you could say, um, that'll be serving you guys. Um, so ton crazy day of events. Um, you could find out more at Loris, um, loris.edu slash Dewhawk day. Um, should be a fun one. All right. That brings us to dad joke to finish it off. All right. To go with your guys' whole joke. I got one for that. Why is the shovel, why is the shovel so underrated? It was a groundbreaking invention. All right, that was good. That was a good one. That was good. All right, thanks for listening in. Catch you next week.